So we have a guest in the house. I see I feel like let's make some noise. So we have here to talk to us on Health Talk in the person of Dr. Olubusayo Abiodun in Kemjika. Please, before she comes up, she's a medical doctor, she's a public health physician, a project manager. She's passionate about reproductive health and health promotion. She volunteers as a coach and mentor to adolescents and youth. She currently works as a program officer with an NGO. And she's happily married to an ENT surgeon, Dr. Ben. RCF Unilag. She's happily married to an ENT surgeon, Dr. Ben in Kemjika with two boys. While she's not doing all of this, she enjoys traveling and meeting people. With Jesus joy in our hearts, a standing ovation and a round of applause. Please let's welcome Dr. Olubusayo Abiyadu Nkevjika. Please sit down. Good evening, everyone. Um, I'm so glad to be in your midst. I was asking, um, the protocol person we saw the first place i'm like is he here she said no i'm like is this a fellowship she said yes i said okay i saw the next place is he here? she said no is this a fellowship she said yes. so we saw like four or five fellowships like what's happening she said that's how unilag is i'm like very interesting but i'm so happy to be here um so when yemisi reached out to me she initially said it was going to be for the females so in my mind i'm like uh-uh men to have reproductive health issues now so why do we want it to be females so a few days after she got back to me and said sorry for everybody i'm like oh god answered my prayers thank you so i'm so happy to be here and um i'm gonna be talking to you about reproductive health issues she sent me a very long list and i told her that there is no way we can cover all those topics um in one app she also said she wanted an interactive session so it's not going to be a lecture i'm going to be asking questions give me feedbacks and then we'll go on with that um, so let's just say uh, my prayers. Heavenly Father, thank you for this gathering. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for grace. We ask that as we discuss issues that concern our reproductive health, you would speak to us and that we would address issues that are bothering us. And then for those who have moved away from you, you will bring them back. Um, be your name be praised. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Okay, so I'm going to start with um, issues that are a little more focused on the females. But you know that you either have a sister or a cousin or a girlfriend that is a female. So whatever you learn here, don't feel like, ah, it doesn't concern me. Now. It's for the girls. Let them listen while I do something else. When they talk about the boys, I will listen. So I'm going to start first with um, the menstrual circle um, ovulation, menstrual cramps, and douching. I'm going to start in that place. So she has asked me to talk about those topics and shed more light. Like I said, it's going to be interactive. I don't like being the only one talking. I like feedback. So when I ask questions, please be free. Nobody's right, nobody's wrong. We are here to learn from each other. And why I just put um, some touches of a specialist on the issue. So we know that the menstrual circle, the menstruation is that time of the month where females bleed. Let me, I'm going to be using very simple English, no medical terms, something that you can relate to it. So when 
women or females bleed. For most people, it's usually three to five days. Some people might bleed for as long as seven days, but on the average, three to five days. And then we have something we call the menstrual circle. So the menstrual circle is from what time to what time that you see your, first, your next menses. So for example, if today is the 1st of April, hypothetically now, if I saw my menses on the 1st of April, and I'm seeing the next one on the 31st of um, April. What do you think my circle length is? 30 days. So my circle length is 30. time of the month where you release the females release the egg and if for any reason they have sex they might get pregnant so she has asked me to explain to us how do we know we are ovulating as females some of us are lucky we have symptoms it could be like some tummy pain your breasts are full you feel a little bit a little bit of temperature. Some of us can tell that, oh, I think I'm ovulating. My tummy hurts on the right. It hurts on the left. I have a little bit of fever. Just a little bit of fever. I think I'm ovulating. But you can also calculate it for those that don't have those symptoms. So what we say is, for instance, using the example I gave of a 30-day circle, the last 14 days are usually constant. So it means that if Yemi has a 28-day circle, the last 14 days of that circle is constant. If I have a 30-day circle, the last 14 days are, is constant. The difference is the first part. So for Yemisi, who has a 28 days, as is, the first part is 14. For me, it is 16. Now, we say that the ovulation time for a 28-day circle is the day in between. So for instance, Yemisi has a 28-day circle. When do you think our ovulation is likely going to be? 14th or 15th? Yes, 14th or 15th, thereabouts. Now, for me that I have a 30 day circle, can we hazard? Remember, I said the last 14 days is constant. When do you think I'm likely to have my ovulation? 30 days. Six, please give yourself a round of applause. You've made it so easy. This is something you have to teach over and over again before people understand. And so, on the 16th day, 15th, 16th day, I'm likely to ovulate. 
menstrual cramps is something we most people go through. Some people are lucky. They don't. They tell you that it just comes and goes. But most of us go through menstrual cramps. And then menstrual cramps can be primary or secondary. For most people, it's primary in the sense that it starts like a day or two before your menses. It's like a warning sign that, oh, your menses is coming. So you're prepared. Ah, I think your menses is going to come. I'm having pains. And then by the time it starts, before that, the pain reduces once you start until it fades off. That's how you know it's primary. But you see, secondary means that there is a problem. And that problem is what is making you have cramps. And what makes it different? In secondary, the pain starts earlier than two days. Could have started like four days ago. You just be having the pain, excruciating pain, and you will not bleed. And even when you start menstruating, the pain does not reduce. It continues at that same intensity. Then you know that ah, this is not the primary um, dysmenorrhea. Dysmenorrhea is um, menstrual cramps. So if we have people here who have that pattern of menstrual cramps, that it starts like three, four days, five days, and even when they start bleeding, the pain does not reduce. It's, it's fast. Sometimes it becomes worse. It means that you might have to see a doctor to check and find out why you are having such pain. Because ideally, the primary, which is what most of us have, once you start menstruating, the pain begins to reduce and gradually fades away. What do you do when you have menstrual cramps? Most of, most of us know. Take analgesics, parastamol, ibuprofen, felvin, depending on how strong you know, the menstrual cramp is. Some people use hot water bottles. Do we know about that? Just put it on your tummy and it just, some people just sleep. Like once I sleep, oh yeah, once I sleep, I wake up, to God be the glory, I am fine. Some people need to exercise. When they start dancing or doing stuff, it takes their mind off the pain. And before they know it, it's over. So, um, yeah, for some of us. But you see those people that have the secondary one. One of the reasons why you may have a secondary... Oops. Secondary dysmenorrhea or menstrual cramp is one. You have fibroids. Fibroids are th is one of those reasons why people have very painful menstrual cramps. Another one is endometriosis. Another one is inflammatory disease. I'm not going to focus on that because that's a whole topic on its own. But I just wanted to know that if you happen to be in that category, you should you know, see a doctor if you think that your pain is not the usual kind of pain. I'm going to talk also about Dowchin. What do we know about Dowchin? Who wants to volunteer? I want to ask the guys... Excuse you, you have sisters now, you have friends. Some of you, your best friends are females. You know everything about them. Okay, does anybody want to volunteer? No Google. Hey, no Google. Who wants to volunteer? Dowchin. Are we just hearing it for the first time for the guys? Okay, for the girls. Look at this. Let's, let's just excuse them. For the girls, Dowchin, are we familiar with that term? No, no, please now. Somebody, just one person, try. Dowchin. One person from the females. The guys, I don't let them feel like so. You, you don't even know what she's talking about. Who wants to try? The females. Dowchin. Please now, one person. One female, she does try. Okay, you're allowed to check Google. Who can check Google and so that you can shine? Check Google and tell me what's Dowchin. No, not the males, the females. I can't. Oh, I should spell the O D O U C H I N G. Dow chains. D O U C H I N G. No, female or male? Female. Female. Okay, let's go. 
leave it now. Just look at it. It means washing the vagina with mixtures of fluids. Oh did, did we did we hear? Yeah. Let's be very honest. So the females down. How many of us wash? I know that. I'm, I'm, let's forget the guys. They're just giggling. I'm coming for them. When I come for them, you giggle at them too. So just leave them. Let them giggle and enjoy it. Okay. So for the douching, when we want to clean our vagina. Who wants to tell me how we usually do it? Come on, this is this we are students now. We have this ah. When I was a, okay, let me not tell you when I was a student. Let me, let me just keep my mouth shut. Who wants to how with soap? If I said the right thing, just tell me with soap. With water. Um, with um water that has the toll in it. Somebody, I heard yes from. It's for a brother. Okay, so he's allowed to say yes. I'm impressed. Can we give ourselves a round of applause? So most people still make that mistake of washing with soap and water. Some people even add the towel so that that water is sterile before they use it to clean. But let me explain so that when you understand why you do those things, it's easier for you to you know, follow with the, um, with the advice. Naturally, God has created the vagina to clean itself. So, there are some normal organisms that do the job. But however, when you want to help the vagina to be clean and you introduce your soap, your water with savlon and all the chemicals, what do you think will happen to those normal organisms? They'll die. And so once they die and the bad organism comes and looks left, looks right, looks forward, backward, the good guys are not there. What do you think the bad guy would do? It's what? It will, it, will, it will come inside a full access and begin to live there. And so what do you think will happen when the bad guys take over? You come down with all sorts of infections. And that's what's going to take me to the vaginal infections. I'm going to talk about it because I'm sure quite a number of us, you know, have experienced it before and it was not a pleasant thing. Am I right? So one of the reasons why some of us have recurrent or have had vaginal infection is this douching issue when we decide that we are very clean and that place will be extremely clean and we do all those things I've said and you kill the good guys and the bad guys are like thank you for killing the good guys, we are here to stay and once they take over you begin to have the signs of infection and so what are these signs, how do you know that I think I have a vaginal infection who wants to try itching, fantastic, no describe that itching, it's not just itching no it's not just itching. If you, have, if, you, if you have been there, it's not just itching. Who wants to describe that kind of itching? Severe itching. If, if you can find somebody to cut off that place, will you not cut it off? It is that bad. The itching is that bad. What other thing apart from itching? The smell. It smells like fish. I'm not joking. It's, it could be very embarrassing. It could be very embarrassing. When that, and that's why I'm saying that we need to understand why we say don't doubt. Just use water. It can be very embarrassing. Apart from fishy smell, what other thing? Sorry? Discharge, yes. The discharge. What about the discharge? Don't we have discharge normally? So what about this discharge? It's what? It can be yellowish. It can be greenish. It can be blood-stained. And sometimes it can be off-white, like close to yellow, right? There's something else you haven't said. 
They said smelling, they've said um, the odor, the color. Burning sensation. Ha! If you mistakenly pee, what will happen to you? You will almost run mad. Because the pain is excruciating, trying to pee. So once you begin to have all of that, just know that, man, I think I have a vaginal infection. This has nothing to do with sex. Does it? It has nothing. So you can be a virgin. You can be chaste and not having sex and have vaginal infections. If you do this scrubbing with soap and water and detol and you don't even have a very good personal hygiene, you can. So it has. So when people come to you, don't let anybody come and bamboozle you and say that oh, you have a vaginal infection. You are sexually active. It's bullshit. Sorry about my language. I take that back. So it means that don't let anybody confuse you. You don't have. Vaginal infections can occur in people who are not sexually active. So if you have it, don't feel bad or you feel like, oh, somebody's going to begin to think I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Not at all. What you need to do is to see a doctor or go to the pharmacist. They will give you medications, both oral and pessaries. And in two days, you are better. But the challenge about it with most people, once they get better, what do they do to the drugs? They throw it away. They stop it. But I need to warn us. As females, we need to be extremely careful with our reproductive system. You know the kind of challenges you can have in future if you did not do the appropriate thing as a young person. So as females, we must learn to complete the medications. Not because of the temporary feeling of I am okay, but because of whatever future issues that might come from that. So what can happen if you don't finish your drug? Maybe you take it one, two days, no painful, um, no, no the, the discharge has stopped, no itching, no painful urination. You're fine. Everything is fine. But you took it for just two days. The organisms are just going to lie low and they can decide to migrate up. Before they went in the vagina, you try to do one or two things. Okay, they lie low, but nothing is happening again. Oh, so nothing is happening. We can move. They migrate from the vagina and they can move up to your uterus. And then in future, you begin to have things like you have PIDs, it's causing infertility, and you cannot explain it. So for females, please, when they give us medications that have to do with our reproductive system, we must complete it. What did I say? We must complete it. Okay, um... I don't know, can I get a touch or my phone just for light so I can see? Thank you. So tell your neighbor, either male or female, don't doubt. No, thank you. No, no, you can leave it. I can't, I'm fine with it. No, it's fine. It's okay. Say don't doubt. Okay, so we're going to go to something more. In, I'm also very conscious of the time because I know we're going to have question and answer sessions. So let's move to something much more interesting about... Okay, that's fine. Thank you. Okay, so um, we're going to go to something much more interesting. And this is for the males and the females. We're going to talk about sexual immorality as it pertains to medicine and Christendom. Did we get that? Sexual immorality. And this is for everybody. That's why I said I'm coming for the boys. When I come for them, you can laugh at them. Okay, please don't laugh at them so you don't feel bad. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about sexual immorality as it pertains to... Ah, I remembered something. So they said, have we had this thing for females or males that when you have sex, the menstrual pain is better? 
Have we had it? What do we think about that? The boys are trying to say something. When I ask you a question, you say you don't know. Now you are murmuring. Please leave them. What do we think about it? It's a lie. Are we certain about that? Oh, <laughs> we have very mischievous boys here. They're screaming, how did you know? <laughs> Our brothers, you are being mischievous. Okay, please. I said ignore them. If I come for them, they'll keep quiet. Okay, so why do we think it's not true? I want us to, I want us to deal with this now and we are confident about it anywhere we are. Who wants to try? Why do we think that that story or that advice that when you have sex, your menstrual pain becomes better? It's something that is a big deal. Though. I mean, it's everywhere. They tell you, people tell you, just have sex now, you'll be better. Who wants to try? I'm happy that most of us even think it's a no, but I think some people still think that it's true. Do we have any volunteer? If not, I can go on. Any volunteer? Okay, so, yes. Um, I think it's a lie because there are even people that are married and still have menstrual cramps. Amen. So there are people who are married and still have excruciating menstrual cramps. So what's, what are they saying? But this is what the story should rather be. With childbirth, with childbirth, your cramps become better, not with sex. I don't know whoever came up with that story and switched it from childbirth to sex to suit their own narrative. But with child, who can try to figure it out? Why you think with childbirth, the pain might be better? Who wants to speak? Just as are the guests. If you are not right, I will just say, okay, maybe, maybe not. Who wants to try? You want to use the mic? Oh, you don't want to use the mic? Okay. Please give her a round of applause. If you ever see a woman who has been in labor and they describe the pain to you, it is times 100 of menstrual cramps. <laughs> okay, no, no, don't be scared. We have, no, 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 wait, uh-uh, wait now, calm down, don't be scared. But that's the truth. The pain of labor is excruciating. So sometimes most women, if they've been able to go through that painful period and also deliver, like she said, the ligaments, all of that have expanded, Subsequently, it's not pain to them. The menstrual cramp is not pain to them. So the, the, the correct teaching is that with childbirth, the pain becomes better. Do we understand? Okay. So don't let anybody bamboozle you about the uh, you need to do something for your pain to go. Okay. So let's go. I just remember that. Um, so let's go back to our sexual immorality. I want the boys now off the top start mentioning the form of sexual immorality as Christians now. As Christians. Just mention off the book. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I think we should have an extra mic now so that I don't need to. There's a mic. Okay, so let's go. 
wait, we have some brothers on this side too. I can see you, so I'm going to come to you. Don't think that it's just a scam, but they are very mischievous here, so that's why I'm coming for them. <laughs> okay, so let's go. I'm just teasing you. Don't, so don't mind me. So we have give us one. Um, fornication. Fornication, yeah, one. Somebody else. Somebody say, okay, yeah, no worries. I can share my mic. It's not a problem. Let's go. Okay, so we have fornication. Masturbation. Masturbation. Come on, let's go. Adultery. I think oral sex. Oral. Pornography. We have fornication, we have masturbation, we have oral sex slash um, adultery. Kissing. <laughs> okay, kissing. We have pornography from somebody there. Okay, let's go. Somebody's raising up his hand here. Yeah. Use the mic. Yeah, you've, I've had like two Sim. things from this place and I'm not sure that, that person has it. Same okay, sex. somebody's raising up their hand. At, so, you said somebody said something? Same sex. Same sex. I agree with you, but you, there are plenty options on that same sex. So you have just made the options smaller because you've put them under one big umbrella. So we take it like that. We take it like. <laughs> I'm glad that we know those things. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Somebody's at the extreme end. Want to say something? Yeah, you're talking to me. You're supposed to talk to everybody, not me. You're just murmuring those things here. Yeah. Speak to everybody. <laughs> okay, let's go. What do you want to say there? Uh, multiple sex partners. Sex Multi- with animals. Orgies. Sex with animals. Give it the name. What do we call it? Bestiality. Fantastic. God bless you. Ah! Oh, yeah. I'm sending the guys on that. Okay, well done, sir. <laughs> okay, let's go. I, I'm, I'm actually very cautious of my time. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Is that something we haven't mentioned? Romance. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can I have my mic back or do we still have more options? Lost. Lost. Incest. 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 I agree with you. Thank you. Can I have my mic back or do we still have something we haven't said? Do you put that last roll at the back? I'm going to climb up and come and give you the mic. That last roll at the back. Sex chatting, mom. Sex chatting. Sexting. 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 Sex chatting. Do we agree? You will live long. So can I have my mic? Or do I just use this? Okay, so we're going to read a few scriptures. You can use your phones, right? We don't need to. Just so that we have um, a background knowledge on this. Um, like I said, I'm going to address this as a, as a public health physician, as first a Christian. 
and then as a doctor practicing in Nigeria. I'm saying as first a Christian because I know that in our space, some of what we say conflicts with what God expects for us. So I am not going to come like I'm speaking to people in the world. What I'm going to say to them is going to be from what I'm going to say to you. I'm going to speak to you as a Christian first, who is now a public health physician. So let's go through quick. So um, you just pick the one you want to read so that we can move faster. Um, 35 minutes down already. So let's go. Can someone go through Acts 15, 20? Somebody else? First Corinthians 10, 8. Another person, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3. Another person, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 5. Can we go? Uh, Acts 15, 20. Okay. Instead, we should write and tell them to abstain from eating food offered to idols, from okay. sexual immorality, from eating the meat of strange, of strangled animals, and from consuming blood. The sexual immorality past is what I wanted to f should avoid. Yes, can we go? That's Acts. We have First Thessalonians five twenty two. Do we have somebody doing Ephesians chapter five verse three? There's a particular... What version are you reading? There's, there's another version that says flee. As in... You don't even abstain. Flee. As in run away from... Not the evil itself, oh, but from what? The appearance. You don't have to wait for the evil to manifest. You should run once it appears. Like, oh, this is beginning to look like evil. I need to move. Okay, can we have Ephesians chapter 5 verse 3? Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Such things. And who are the God's people? We no, not we. Say, I am. Speak for yourself. Don't speak for the next person around you. I am. Okay, so do we have five, chapter 5 verse 5? Ephesians impure or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God for a greedy person is an idolater worshipping the things of the world please read the first part again you can be sure that no immoral, impure or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God thank you, no, no what? we'll do what? what is our goal as Christians? last 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 is to inherit the kingdom of God I'm glad that we are on the same page. So, I'm going to take it one after the other. Let's start with masturbation. Who wants to tell me what masturbation is? We're going to make it interactive. That's the only way we can learn. If I come and just keep talking, talking, you will get tired. and like, well, doc, just come and go. It can be a female. It doesn't have to be the male. Let's be nice to them. What do you want to say about masturbation? Just in your own words, in your own understanding. Self-service. Self-service. Did, did we? Did we? Oh, sir. Give me a round of applause. That is his own understanding. Why are you people laughing? Somebody else. Somebody is raising up. Okay, having sex with yourself, yes. The act of sexually pleasuring. So last, last, they are correct. Self-service, so. <laughs> and um, Pleasuring yourself by yourself. Okay, so it's still the same thing. Okay. So what I have here is touching one's genital or sensitive areas to for sexual pleasure. Touching one's genital or sensitive spot for sexual pleasure. 
what are the advantages of masturbation? Advantages. You don't think there are advantages? I've told you I'm not here to sugarcoat. Let's be very frank. You think there are no advantages? If there are no advantages, who will not do it now? Am I making sense? If there are no advantages, people will not do it. So, let's, off the top, what do you think are the advantages? Let's go. Uh, you won't be served breakfast. <laughs> Sorry, the people on the side, did you hear him? Please say it again. <laughs> oh my God, say it again. <laughs> you won't be served breakfast. He said you want to serve breakfast. Oh, you won't. Oh, you won't be served breakfast. Ha, please give me a round of applause. No, 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 no. But he's very correct. You don't agree with him? No, no, you don't agree with him? No, no, no. We, come on, let's talk. Now, I like it when we have... I like to speak with intellectual people. Come on. You don't agree with... Somebody said no there. You don't agree with him? No, no, no. Tell me why you don't agree so that we can trash it out. Come on now. He said, let me say everybody can hear. He said that you do that so that you will not be served breakfast. And I'm saying, do we all agree with him? That that's one of the reasons why some people do it. So what I'm hearing no. Think out now. I'm hearing I'm hearing no. Oh, he said no, please. Thank you. That's why I love you. I would go on with you. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> okay. Okay, so I, I know where she's coming from. That might not be your first reason. Oh, that might not be the most popular reason why they do it. But it's one of the reasons. Some people feel that... Now, he's not speaking as a Christian brother. He's just speaking generally now. No, 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 no. no what I'm trying to say is if he decides to think as a Christian brother, he wouldn't say that. Do you understand? He's just being honest here, yeah, saying that, okay, why some people in the world probably do it is because they don't want to be served breakfast. So I'm not saying that he's not a Christian, but I'm saying that he's saying, okay, maybe in his head he's thinking, hey, we are all Christians here, yeah, we don't do it. So the people that do it in the world, why are they doing it? And he's saying that they don't want to be served breakfast. I agree with him. It might not be the most common reason. It might not be the most popular reason, but of course it is a reason. Come on, so give me the common reasons. Sorry? Satisfaction. Satisfaction. <laughs> Do we have a mic that can go around? They can hear people. Okay, so let's take it. Let me start from her. What did you say? He, uh, they feel that it helps you to understand your body better. Do we understand? Do we agree with her? I agree with you. We're saying something. To relieve stress. Do we agree? Yes. Hallelujah. Let's be calming down. Oh. Let's be calming down. Do we agree that some people do it to relieve stress? Come on, yes. Don't think like Sister um, Brinkbe or Sister 
think like the people in the world, you're trying to think, you're trying to walk through their mind. Why do people do these things? You have friends that are not so godly and they're probably doing this. You want to be able to talk them out of it. But you, before you talk somebody out of it, you have to know why he's doing it, right? That's why we're having this conversation. Not because we are seeing somebody else doing it. Okay, so let's go. Prevention of pregnancy. Prevent ah, you will live long. <laughs> he said prevention of edge. If you are not, if you are masturbating, can you get pregnant? Answer now. If you are masturbating, can you get pregnant? How? Who is saying yes, you can get pregnant? Okay, so they said that if you have questions, I'm asking too many questions. Write down your questions. I'm just going to move on and talk to you about... Um, yes, now. I'm okay, sorry about that. Well, like, my time is actually going. So when I say stuff and you probably don't agree and you have questions, um, I told that before that the topics are too... They're, they're wide and then it's going to... They're topics that generate a lot of conversations back and forth. And usually we would have to agree before we move on so that somebody does not say, I don't agree with you. Um, yeah. So please, can I have that? So quickly, we've said the advantages. But as Christians, what do we think about masturbation? Thank you. Let me run through what I have here so that because of our time, right? I still have one or two things to talk to you about. Um, so I have here that it makes them feel good. It protects them from sexual infection. Yeah. Can they have sexual infection if they masturbate? Prevents pregnancies for the females. It helps them to sleep well. Like we've said, it helps to relieve stress and ultimately gives satisfaction. They are satisfied. And that's why they do it. But as Christians, what God expects of us is non-negotiable. That one, there's no, there is no argument about it. It's non-negotiable. We should not be found doing such things. What are the things that can happen if you get yourself into masturbation? You can get addicted. You've heard of stories of people inside bus that were masturbating. True or false? Ah, I'm hearing A, A, A. We are just Z now. We read things. We are on social media. Oh, yeah, no. You've not read of, or seen of stories of people in the bus who are masturbating. They it with poly bag or with newspaper. And what they're actually doing is that they're masturbating because they saw a fine girl beside them. Before that person progressed to that point, did it start that day? The person must have been doing it over and over again, and the person has lost self-control. That's another thing with masturbation. Gradually, you lose self-control. You will not be able to, for the males, see a fine girl pass and just look like, oh, fine girl, hi, how are you? Move on with life. The girl passes, and so many things are beginning to run through your head. And before you know it, you need to release the tension. And then, how do you release tension? You masturbate. So, ultimately, it can lead to addiction. With addiction comes guilty self you know you're guilty you feel like i'm guilty i shouldn't be doing this comes low self-esteem low self-esteem your friend must not catch you your friend must not know that you are doing things when people are talking about it you just quietly move away so that nobody will suspect you even when they don't know you are doing it but your mind they feel like they're suspecting you so as christians it's clear masturbation i'm saying this because if i were in another place not a christian garden my reaction will not be this do we understand? So let's move quickly. If you ha perhaps you have one of two of us who are struggling with this, what can we do? First is ask God for help. You know, it's not easy to break an addiction, but God is merciful. He can help you. 
also speak to a therapist or a counselor who can walk with you through the journey until you are free from it. Um, do we understand that? We're going to the next one, and that's pornography. You open social media, especially Twitter and the likes. TikTok, ah, you will live long. Who said TikTok? My friend, I said you should follow me. <laughs> so TikTok, Twitter, you're just looking for news. What you are seeing is what? Porn channels or porn posts. And if you look at the engagement on those posts, what do you see? Millions, hundreds of thousands, and you're like, what? It made people actually open this thing to. And then you see Telegram. Join channel, join channel. Ha! They all the channels. What are they selling there? Pornography. For us as Christians, it is clear. Should we be doing that? I didn't hear our no. no. And we can make it louder. No. Thank you. As Christians, if you pick people's phone, the kind of videos, the pictures, you, you will just be disgusted and just drop it. Some people have gone so far that they can't, they can't, they can't help themselves. And let me tell you the problem with pornography. You know pornography, you're just watching, right? Some people have sex parties. They will bring themselves together, be playing videos of pornography, and they will be experimenting what they are saying. For those who are not experimenting, the mind is a very powerful weapon. Whatever you feed it, it will grow and mature. Now, if you feed it with pornography pictures, videos, and all of that, very soon, what do you think will happen? Who wants to guess? No, you're just in the, you're just in the watching stage. You're just watching, enjoying it. What do you think it will progress to? Who wants to try? You will live long. You will want to experiment. Your mind is powerful. It begins to bring it to you that, oh, you've watched this. Can I experiment? What is happening to you? By the time I'm going to think of experimenting, what's happening? You are lost in. And what is going to end? What's the end point? No, what is that sin called? Mm-mm. What is that sin called? Fornication now. That is the last thing now. You will fornicate. And with fornication comes all sorts of problems. It's own problems. So, uh, that one is another issue. Um, so pornography for us is non-negotiable, right? Another one that we need to talk about is my sister or my brother. Somebody said, what did you say that said it was a big umbrella? Sorry? Same sex. It's a big umbrella. I'm just going to focus on one of them or two of them. And that is the men having sex with men. What you call gay. It's not gay. Men having sex with men and women having sex with women. That's what you call lesbianism. But we don't call it that. We call it men have because... Uh, you, don't, you, you don't have to be gay to have sex with a man. Some people are bi. So why you, what will you call them gay? Now, if you look closely around you and you are very observant, you might be able to tell people who belong to that category. True or false? Yes, yes. If you are very observant. When you see them, I'm talking to Christians. Eh? <laughs> when you see them, if you are very observant, they are clear. You will know. They don't need to come to you. They don't need to come to you. They don't need to tell you. You can tell your mind that, ah, this person belongs to this group. Somebody is saying that, yes. So, I'm going to tell you this. When I was growing up, these things were not common. But now, there are clubs, there are parties, there are organizations for those people. And 
every day they are recruiting members. Tell your neighbor they are recruiting members. Do you want to join? No, ask your neighbor. It's not for you. It's for your neighbor. Do you want to join? Let me quickly. I'm going, to, I'm going to stop on this because I'm checking the time. Let me tell you how they innocently recruit people. I shouldn't be saying this. We are Christians, yeah? So I don't think there's anybody going to report me. Okay. I shouldn't be saying this. One of them is they come to you with money. These guys are rich. Do you know? People on that side are quiet. I'm going to come for them soon. People that do these things are rich people. Do we agree? Now, when they want to recruit you, they come with money that me, I cannot earn in one day. You know, one day, I cannot earn in two, three days of work. If you add all the money together per day, I cannot earn that money. They come with that kind of money. And they tell you, see, just once, and we'll pay you six figures. And they're not joking. They are not joking. They will pay you. And that is how one of the ways they've been able to recruit young people, adolescent people. The money that your father accepts has not even collected in one month. Somebody is saying all you need to do is agree to this in our sex. Let me just be my girlfriend or I can be the girl, you can be the boy. They decide who wants to be the boy, who wants to be the girl in the relationship. And they pay them. It's of concern because with male having sex with male, there's an increased risk of all sorts of health problems increased risk of all sorts of health problems. Another way they come to you is power. So they tell you that, see, you are in 400 level, you're finishing now. By the time you're done, we get you a job in ExxonMobil. We get a job in Chevron. They are not deceiving you. They are true. They know what they are saying. And you might be thinking, ah, hey, if I get a job in Chevron, minimum salary is like 450,000 naira. Hey, God. And before you know it, the temptation is there. You cave in. And you see the truth is once you've tried it once, there is no what? There is no what? There is no, I want to try it just once, collect the money and move. No, once you try it, once you are initiated and you are in it for good. To get yourself out is another story, another bargain. But once you agree and you get that first pay or that first connection, you are in it and you're going to continue like that. So we need to be careful. They are around us, locking. Even the people you trust the most, you'll be shocked to know that they belong to that circle. So be very careful as Christians. The temptations are higher now. When I was growing up, all these things, nobody even mentions them in public. But now it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Remember, do we think that male having sex with male or female having sex with female is legal in Nigeria? What is the punishment if you are caught? You will live long, 14 years imprisonment. However, in the Sena climbs, what do we think? Europe, Canada, USA? It's legal. So this conversation I'm having with you, if I was in the US, they would just come and carry me and throw me in prison. Yes, now. Because it's legal. I can't stand here and be telling you that um, male having sex with male is this. I can't do that. But as far as I'm still practicing in this Nigeria, MSM, FSF, Females having sex with females, gay, bisexuals, lesbian, LGBTQ, all of them. It is 14 years old, and we're married. <laughs> with courts, with, um, with the prison courts, it's 14 years. So when you see the activists, most of them do the activism abroad. They won't come and do it in Nigeria because that, as far as we are concerned, constitutionally you cannot do it. But it does, does that mean they don't exist? Does that mean they are not flourishing in the system?
They are flourishing in the city. They are everywhere. Your neighbor can just be one. Your uncle can be one. I'm not joking. It is that close to you. It is that close to you. So as Christians, I'm saying this because I want us to be very careful in our relationship with people. Like I said, the key is money is power. That is how they lure people in. Once you get in, getting out is difficult. And you no know, once you start that race, it's the race to wear. Race to say it now, race to wear. Hellfire, it is the race to hell. There is no lockable. It is the race to hell. Once you start that race. So please, let me tell you, I'm going to round up with this, right? I have some other things, but I think it's, um, yeah. I'm going to round up with this. What are the challenges with this group of people they were talking about? Number one, HIV. Tell your friend, HIV. HIV. As of today, do we have a cure for HIV? I can't hear us. As of today, do we have a cure for HIV? Once you contract it, I mean, you will live good life because there are medications. Do we know that? But there is no cure. You are in it, you are in it for good. So it's better not to even get into it. This particular group we're talking about have an higher risk, up to like times five risk of coming down with HIV. You know why? No, they do anal sex. Uh, so when they're doing anal sex, they're also bruising, you know, all the lining. And so there's blood, there's exchange of blood. Before you know it, the person has HIV. Do you get the gist? Do you, I just tried to explain in a simple time how they are more at risk of HIV. That's that. Another one is they're at risk for anal cancers. Mm-hmm. Anal cancers not, were not common before, but now we have an increased... Um, we have an increased um, rate for anal cancers, and we know why, because we have more people who are in this category. They also involve in substance abuse. Mention the substances we know. Come on, let's go. Cocaine, yeah? Heroin, yeah? Marijuana, yeah? There's more weed, eh? Uh-huh. Tramadol, yeah? Ruffinol, God bless you. Crack. You said... Molly, uh, you, uh, eyes. eyes. Okay, give yourself a round of applause. You would know more than me. So, this set of people, we found out that they also do a lot of substance. So, they do inter M, they do cocaine, they have the money now, they have the connection. So, they do a lot of substance. And with substance abuse, what do you think will happen last, last? No, not even L to them. With substance abuse, what do you think will happen to them? Addiction. And when addiction happens, you know what that means? But, ah, somebody said weary. <laughs> we don't, sorry, we don't call them weary. But with addiction, you're on your path to some mental. <laughs> I said we don't call them weary. People said weary again. <laughs> no, we don't call them weary. You are on your path to mental breakdown, some mental illnesses. Once you, are ad- you have addiction. So you don't want to actually follow that path. You don't want to. Once you start going to see us, I used to work in psychiatry before I switched to um, public health fully. And it is the young, young people. We never have space for drugs. You know why? Our wards are always full. You know, it's like they are queuing for bed. As we are discharging, want to go home. There's a replacement already waiting. I'm talking about 2017, 2017-2018. Imagine what it will be like now. If I had 2018, we never, as in, you know, people will come and say, oh, We are sorry, we cannot admit, we don't have bed. The drugs word is 
Oh, filled to the brim. As we are discharging, we have patients on waiting lists to come in. That's as at 2017. That's how many years ago? Five years. So imagine what it is like now. All this moly, roughly, no, we're not our problems. The problem then was Indian hemp, weed, cocaine. But now we have moly, we have rofino, you have tramadol, you have crack, you have all sorts. And so the problem is a whole lot. So you don't want to start this journey because it's not going to end well. So please, I'm going to stop here. And um, if you have anybody who is, has been initiated or you have a friend who has been initiated, it's not impossible to get out. Tell your friend it's not impossible. So you pray you will counsel and you will help the person to get out of it. Do we understand? Pray, say it, pray. pray. Counsel the person and help the person to get out of it. So I'm going to stop here. Thank you. Okay, so um, I will be asking some questions, and then we have a couple of questions. So please, as much as possible, we like that um, the answers to some questions are direct. While anyone that requires like explanations, you can like speak further. Thank you, ma. So I think the first one: Can AS marry AS? And if no, what can they do if they marry mistakenly? Is there a way they can afford not to give birth to SS? I need your medical advice, ma'am. Before I speak, the general house, what do we think? Yes. Okay, so, uh, uh, calm down now. Calm down. Some people don't agree with you. I beg you in the name of God. Should I kneel down? Are you people listening? I beg you in the name of God. Should I kneel down? <laughs> Should I kneel down? Please. If you have any sickle cell trait, any, either AS or AC, the only person, in fact, the first criteria before you begin to pray, eh? before you begin to pray about that person, is what? That person must be AA. Shout the AA. If listen to me again, if you have any kind of sickle cell trait, either the S or the C, before you get to the top, as the person is coming to say I like you, the question is what's your genotype? Anything outside AA, send the person back in. I beg you in the name of God. SC, SS is not something you want to have as a child. Please, I'm begging you. Let me tell you the challenge. So if I am AS and... Um, what's the name? If I am AS and she is AS and we intend to marry, there's a 25% chance of... Yeah, 25. A, oh, AS, AS. Ah, there's um, a 50% chance that we would have AS, right? Which is fine. Which is still fine. However, there's a 25% chance that we would have SS. 
if you have ever seen somebody who is SS as a friend, or you have ever seen a family that has just one SS, you will understand why it looks like I'm begging you. It is not just financially challenging, it is emotionally challenging. I beg you in the name of God. Don't let anybody say you saw vision, you slept, you saw the person. God told you that you will have. I beg you, don't even. I don't want to hear that story. Please. A A is for A S or A C. A A, please be generous. Marry people that have the sickle cell. Yes, now. Be generous. No, because you are, you are good to go. If you are, if I am A A and it's A S, we are good to go. Nothing is going to happen. The worst that can happen is have another A S, right? So please, does that answer the question? Thank you very much, ma'am. So the next question. Thank you very much for this teaching, ma'am. Regarding douching, I tried washing my vagina with only water. But a few weeks after, I start itching. What can I do? And then, sorry, can we use Oriflame Feminine Wash for our vagina? Like, there are some people that have, like, vagina products. Yeah, so what we usually would say is use water. Clean water. Let me mention, not just water. Some people, their water is, uh, if you see the water self. You know how it is, please. So I'm not talking about that kind of water. I'm talking about clean. If you know your water is the tap water is something else, use pure water to wash. Is that clear? Yes. So I know that we have um Oriflame, we have um Femme Fresh, Vagina Wash. So yeah, you can use it. But we usually would say use water. But we know that some people they have OCDs. If they have not used something to wash, they are not clean. So yes, those those um products have been um made in such a way that the pH would not harm the normal flora. So yes, you can use them. Okay, thank you, ma'am. So next question. Are there any drug recommendations to relieve the menstrual pain? And then, I've heard some people say that when you use drugs for your menstrual pains, it can later cause complications in future. So please, ma'am. See, eh? Africans. You know when they say that you love pain? African loves pain. We agree. Pain is part of your growing up as Africans. Because why in the world would I have medications that can make me feel better? And because of something, something, I will not use it. I don't agree with you. We have paracetamol, yeah? We have ibuprofen. We have felvin. These are medications that will not cause any reproductive complication to you in the future. It is just to relieve the pain. They are analgesics. They are approved everywhere in the world. So please, I beg you, don't suffer in pains. If the pain, if it's something you can, you can. No people have very high pain threshold that they can. When they are in pains, they can still do what they are supposed to do. But some people, if it's just tiny thing like that, they are already crying. I beg you, don't suffer yourself. If you are in a lot of pain, the pain is excruciating. Get paracetamol. If paracetamol is not good enough, get ibuprofen. But the thing about the ibuprofen is that it try to take something, even if it's pap or something, to prevent ulcer. Do we understand? Don't take it on empty stomach. That's the thing with the profane and all that. So, but please, doesn't have anything to do with your productive system. Nothing. Okay, ma. Thank you, ma. Um, these questions are on like irregular menstrual cycle. So there's one on if I don't have the regular normal twenty to thirty days menstrual cycle, is there should I be bothered? And then if your menstruation is irregular like you see this month and then you don't see the next month should you see a doctor and then is it normal to ovulate seven days after the end of your period this happens like seven out of ten times 
Okay, so um, we might have to take it one after the other. So the first one is the irregular menstrual. If it's not twenty, no, okay, to 30. you said if it's more than thirty. So the range is twenty-one to thirty-five. So if you are within twenty-one to thirty-five, I don't think you should be worried. You're fine. If your menstrual um, cycle is twenty-one to thirty-five days, I think you're fine. The one of ovulation seven days. So if my menstrual cycle is twenty-one, day what will I ovulate? If my menstrual cycle is 21, day what will I ovulate? Day 7. Yeah, that explains it. So if you have a 21-day menstrual cycle or a 22-day menstrual cycle, you're likely to ovulate 7 days after your menses. That answers the second one, right? And the third one is the three of them. Irregular menstruation. Hmm. So what do you... The, it's, it's vague because irregular menstruation you need to explain to me what you mean by regular menstruation because of time let me just tell you what I think if regular menstruation is you bleed this month and you next time you are seeing this is April next time you are seeing it is three months from now is what um, July right. next time you are seeing it is July ah, is that normal so I think you need to see a doctor right so that explains it so irregular menses you need to explain to me what you mean is it that you see it every other month or you see it once in three months. People see their message once in six months. You know that, right? Please, there's something wrong in it to the doctor. Let's let them evaluate you. And if they evaluate you and they don't find anything, you are at peace, right? Rather than you assuming that there is no problem and there's fire on the mountain. Thank you, Ma. Ma, is it okay to discuss how your sex life would be with someone you are in a relationship with? So, oh, why are we saying ah now? <laughs> he says love. Please read the question again. I want to be sure I understand. Okay. It. Is it okay to discuss your sex life with someone you are in a relationship with? Relationship that is going to lead to marriage? Yeah, it looks like it. Looks <laughs> okay, let's assume <laughs> that the relationship will lead to marriage. Come on, you have to put all decks, all, uh, all your options on the table. So this is not a marriage counseling meeting, so I'm not going to go into that. But if you're going to get, if I'm going to get married to Shay, all decks, all cards must be on the deck. So we must discuss what our sexual preferences are. Do you understand? Before we enter, and that will not because cause problem. That will not go and divorce. People divorce because of difference in sexual preferences. Do we know that? So if they had discussed that when they were cutting, they would not be in that situation. So please, all cards on the deck, discuss. If it's going to read to marriage, you don't go and waste your energy discussing with somebody that is a playboy. Okay. Okay, thank you, ma'am. As a married Christian sister, can you engage in different sex styles? Like, um, and is it also, is it good to have oral sex as married couple? As a married Christian as a, married, yes, as a Christ- married Christian sister, can you engage in different sex styles? Now, so what is what is the limiting step? <laughs> you, I, I'm trying to understand the question. You're married, right? Legally, you are allowed to. True or false? Spiritually, you are allowed to. True or false? So what is the limiting step? As long as you and your husband are good. Please write on. For oral sex. Hmm. I'm going to be frank. Yes, you can have oral sex with your husband. Now, I am assuming that your husband is also faithful. Did we get that? I am assuming that your husband is also a Christian husband who does not have side chicks, who is not playing the away game. 
You know why I'm emphasizing on that? If he's playing the away game and is exposed to other people's multiple sexual partners, do you think it's healthy or you are safe to do oral sex with that person? Even if the person is your husband. Oral sex has to do with individuals. I usually don't like to get into it because once you are married, the decision is between you and who? You and who? Does it concern the doctor? Uh-huh. You're married. So whatever, if you decide that, oh, Shay, we are married, what we want to do is oral sex. Very fine. All but my own is just be sure that the guy is not going to put you in trouble. You can't do oral sex. You can't swallow something you're not meant to swallow because the guy has also done something outside. Do you understand what I'm saying? But outside that, it's, you're a couple. I don't, when you come to my office and say that, I just tell you that you're a couple. Go and fix your problems at home. I agree, if it's fine by both of you, it's good. My own is both of you should remain faithful to each other if you're going to do that. You know you cannot do condom and oral sex, Abby. So there's nothing protecting you from oral sex. So be sure that you're both chaste. Yeah. Thank you, Ma. So Ma, these questions are on PCOS. So can PCOS cause infertility and excruciating menstrual cramps? Okay. And then, two, I was given birth control for the treatment of my PCOS. Yeah. Yeah. Can I use it? I was told it would get, make me get fatter. <sighs> PCOS is a whole topic on it. So let me just answer it as simple as possible. Yes, PCOS can. It's one of the common causes of inf secondary infertility. PCOS. I mean, we have a lot of women dealing with it. So, yes. Secondly, they give you birth control pills. That's what they give. That's what we give. Or that's what the ONG guys give. Yes, please use it. Yes, it also might cause. It's not everybody. Some people become really big on birth pills. Some people are just fine. So what we say is start it. If you find out that your weight is becoming, you know, out of place, go back. They will review the medications. Do we understand? Okay, thank you, ma'am. As a guy, you woke up to find out that you had released on your body. Is it masturbation? I don't think so. Remember that we defined masturbation as what? You are, you, you are carrying out the activity on yourself. So it's in your consciousness. Are you, so, are you unconscious? So I don't think so. Sometimes when you are asleep, there could be some hormonal interplay. Some people have sex dreams. Do you know that? They sleep and they wake up. So I don't think it's masturbation. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes there's an hormonal imbalance. So no, it's not masturbation. Okay. Is it true that keeping your pubic hair as a female helps to prevent vaginal infections? Especially when you have to use public toilets like our hostel settings. I don't agree with I mean, there, there's been some, some school of thought actually feel that the, pub, the keeping your... But, but honestly... My school of thought, or some of us that are in this school of thought, don't think so. Uh, it's not going to protect you from any infection. If you want to use a school toilet and it's dirty, go to go and look for somewhere else to use. As a female, male, they are lucky. You just go to one corner there and just pee and move on with life. But females, please, be very particular about the toilet you use. If you get there and it's messy, move on, find somewhere else to use. Do you understand? And please, for the pubic air. Say, when you kill the pubic air and you now see lice, is when you'll be happy, Abby. Keep it, yeah. Keep it. So that's on a lighter note. But for me, it, it, if you're keeping it because somebody said that it protects against um, 
infections is not true. Oh, my school of thought is not true. But if you are keeping it because you like it, some people just like they are airy. They like to see air everywhere. That's fine. As long as you maintain it, make sure you wash it clear and there's no lice or anything growing there. It's fine. But if not, just shave it. Okay, ma'am. Does secreting only black blood during your menstrual flow equate vagina infection? Secreting only black blood. So that question too is not clear. Black blood, not necessarily. I mean, if, if I'm going to be sincere, when you start menstruating, that is the first day, the kind of blood that comes out is usually dark, darker than what comes out on the second day. Do I have witnesses? So if that's the case, I don't think you should be worried. Yeah. Okay, ma'am. Oh, well, these questions. <laughs> I hope you are bringing more. Okay. All right. Let's go. You said something about cramps that happens three or four days to the actual bleeding. But how about cramps that starts on the first to second day of bleeding? I'm talking about deadly pain that can bring so much tears. It starts... So are you saying that you... The, 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 I need to understand. Are you saying the cramp comes after the bleeding has started? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes, if you are saying that the bleed, you've started menstruating, then that's when you now start having the cramps. The second question is, does the cramp get better? Or is that cramp... I mean, yes, excruciating, yes. But if you are breathing for five days, is the pain throughout that five days? Now I explained to you that the primary type, it gets better, right? But if you don't belong to that category, you need to see a doctor, okay? Please, let the doctor certify you fit and fine. Don't assume. So if you are in that category where you have the menstrual cramp, that pain throughout the menstrual um, circle or throughout the menstruation and the pain does not reduce in intensity, please see a doctor, okay? Let them rule out the fact that you're... And let them tell, be the one to tell you that you're fine. Yeah. Okay, ma'am. As a guy, do I need to rinse after pain? And sometimes I experience pain from extreme erection. Any medications for that? Please say it again. Okay. As a guy, do I need to rinse after peeing? Rinse. 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 Guys. Guys, do you do you on a norm? On a normal? <laughs> on a norm, do you rinse anything? Is that oh I say what is that? Do you rinse? <laughs> oh, I'm not even joking. I'm not joking. I mean I have a lot of male friends, right? Even when I was younger. Do you guys they don't Guys, they just spit their thing and move on. So, if you rinse, it's fine. It's fantastic hygiene. I mean, it's fantastic hygiene, but I know that. See all these boys I'm seeing. <laughs> so, yes, if you rinse, absolutely, it's fine. It's fantastic hygiene. It's good. It's good. But I know that this one's more weird. Okay, so the next question is what? Yeah, sometimes I experience pain from extreme erection. Any medications for that? Please don't start using medications yet. You're still very young. I mean, you know that medications have side effects, right? What you can do is to exercise. You feel that, get on the, on the, what's this thing? And jog. Plug your ears with music and jog. Before you do five, ten minutes, whatever is wrong with you has disappeared. So, uh, I, I would advise you to start with medications now. Look for other alternatives. Jog, dance, play music, play PS4 with your friends, whatever it is. Just do activities that will take your mind off it, okay? That's what I would advise. Okay, ma'am. So, as a guy, I have my bath, but from the look of things, I have an odor. 
what can I do? Please, I even use deodorant. Um, so that, that's a little bit different from reproductive health, right? So we're talking about body odor. Fortu- unfortunately for some people, it's just, it's, it's, it's them. It's not like because they're not hygienic. It's not, they just have this um, unique, yes, that, let me use that word. They have this unique what, what will I say? Don't, get, don't let that get to you. Don't let it affect your self-esteem. Don't let it make you feel guilty. Don't let it make you feel depressed. Because that's what will happen when you begin to feel that way. Don't let it affect your self-esteem. What do you do? Bathe. Use your deodorant. Get nice perfumes. Bathe. If possible, bathe morning, afternoon, night. Wear clean clothes that are ironed. Change your boxers as often as you can. Use your deodorant, get nice perfumes and move on with life. But like I said, don't let it get to you. Don't let it ever affect your self-esteem. That's it. Okay? Thank you, ma'am. So, ma, this will be the last question for today. Oh, thank God. <laughs> well done, ma'am. Please, for guys, in my hostel, there was a gist of a peril infection going on. Somehow, what? Peril infection. What's that? Oh, is it penile? Inf- I think it's a penile infection. Penile. Oh, penile. Okay, I get the gist. Okay. okay. Some had discharge and itching. Hmm. How much care or attention do I pay when using the toilet? Because I stopped using the hostel restroom for a while. Yeah. As a guy. Yeah. Hmm. Penile. So we are thinking that they're having some toilet infections. Okay. So for guys, it's not so common so it means something serious was going on in the hostel what would i tell you to do as a person like i said if you enter the toilet it's no clean she'd be a guy find somewhere that behind that you can i'm not I'm, okay that's a lighter note but that's a practical thing to do since you know that there are cases of people having um you know penal infection and we cannot identify what the source is from here from, i can't identify the source but it's most likely from the toilets you all share and you already know and you don't want trouble for yourself. Avoid the toilet now. Or maybe when they wash, I don't know if you have people that wash. Maybe when they wash, it's when you quickly go and use the toilet. Once they are done washing it, you'll be the first to use the toilet and move on. But yes, yeah, so avoid it for now until maybe the school can find out what exactly is the source of infection. Yeah. Thank you, Ma. Thank you, Ma. I see if you like, please let's give her a round of applause. Let's shout, thank you, Ma. We love you, Ma. So, the questions that were not answered today will be answered tomorrow, please. Thank you. Yes, Ma. Yes, Ma. Thank you very much, Ma.